Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on the 10th of May. Thank you for joining us on New Zealand Sports Radio. Don't forget we'll be here at 8am every single morning helping you start the day the best way up to date with all the important sports news. And today in news, Stephen has given his laptop a service so he expects super duper performance out of that. Um, Another EPL team speaks out against neutral venues. Warriors extend Tamworth lockdown stay and NRL set the big pay cuts. UFC fighter tests positive for COVID-19 and lost gaming revenue to hit community sports. Um, let's get into it straight away with that computer cleanup. Um, so running nice and smoothly this morning, Stephen. Yeah, good morning, Paul, and good, everybody, uh, good morning, everybody tuning in to New Zealand Sport Radio. Uh, oh, God, you want to start off well and you trip up your first lot of uh, words. Yeah, hopefully um, it's amazing how much stuff one carries on an old computer, and hopefully by cleaning it up it'll run pretty well today. Well, it should be a good run for these people who are having birthdays today because in birthdays, the Dutchman oh, who played... Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. I was going to go straight to the birthdays. Yes. The computer oh, is looking good. Stephen's running smoothly. In fact, he's running so smoothly, he's zooming into, zooming into sections he's normally not there for. Let's get back <laughs> to the football news. Sorry. Um, <laughs> in the EPL, um, Watford have followed Brighton um, and Aston Villa in publicly uh, opposing the use of neutral venues, using that term about the integrity of the game, or that it's supporting integrity and how it would distort um, things. Now, uh, look, there's a lot of things going on, and un- isn't it um, unsurprising that the three teams that have spoken out are in 17th, 18th and 19th place in the table? Um, the only uh, only the bottom team, Norwich, in 20th hasn't spoken out yet. It just shows you that it's the teams in those relegation positions that are thinking perhaps more of themselves than actually of the game and getting it restarted. Uh, and, I, and the financial losses that you get when you drop down the league, I can understand why that is. Uh, but I think in these... As we, as, we, as we seem to say every day, unprecedented times, you've got to say that uh, you've got to let you've got to try and make these things work as best as possible. Um, and that people's health has got to come ahead of uh, the, uh, um, the sporting leagues. The 
FIFA or not uh, has proposed a um, or their the uh, IFAB the rulemaking body has agreed to a set of temporary rules for competitions that finish this calendar year. Um, teams will be allowed to use five substitutions when the season resumes. Um, now, whilst this is a world change, each individual league will have will have the, their own choice as to whether they enact it or not. To keep the so each team will be allowed a maximum of five substitutions to reduce the disruption during the game. The, uh, the games have to happen in three lots, so they have to make two substitutions at the same time to get all at least to get all the five in. But they can also make substitutions at half time, or if there's extra time, they can uh, also use the, the stop the stoppages in play, i.e. at the end of the game and half time and extra time to use those changes um, as well. Um, if both teams use substitution at the same time, both teams lose one of those three um, subs one of those three substitution uh, windows. Um, and yeah, unused ones will be allowed to carry into extra time. So, uh, looking at yeah, adding uh, some extra um, uh, player welfare moves in there without trying to slow down the game. Over in the Bundesliga, Dynamo Brest have in, have uh, isolated their entire squad just a week before the restart. Because yes, not this weekend, but next weekend, the Bundesliga and Bundesliga Two um, will uh, are due to restart. Clearly. The Bundes, uh, clearly dressed, the Dynamo Dresden have decided to take extra measures to make sure they are ready for uh, for that restart. A league that has restarted is the K League, um, which restarted over in um, Korea. Uh, and uh, over there, substitutes and players off the pitch were wearing masks. Players actually on the pitch obviously were not. Um, and hands fists, handshakes were uh, were banned but they did do fist pumps at the end of the game. Players were not allowed to spit or talk at close proximity to each other, um, which is an interesting one. Uh, and they actually piped crowd noise um, during the game. In the game itself, champions Jürgen Motors um, over cup, uh, overcame cup holders. Sun Wong Blue Wings 1-0. Moving over to our favourite league, the um, Belarusian Premier League. Uh, so far this weekend, we have had uh, was it four uh, four games. Sluts, my team, went down one at two to Energetsk, allowing Energetsk to climb up the table. Gorodea drew one all with Minsk, which is uh, Stevens' side. Um, Slavia and Torpedo Belez uh, fought out a nil all draw. Uh, Torpedoes missed out on the opportunity there to go top of the table in that game. And Neymar Gordon uh, lost 2-4 to Rue Brest. Um, and unsurprisingly, the uh, with um, well, Neymar Gordon dropping down now to 14th place in the table. I'm now going to hand you over to Stephen for our birthdays. Thank you very much, Paul. Take two. Had three games better this time in the birthdays today. A Dutchman who played international uh, cricket for New Zealand, an equestrian gold medalist, and finally a Taiwan born. All Black, Malakai Fono Kafali, Tekitoa, born this day, 10th of May 1992, is a Tongan-born New Zealand rugby union player who plays at second five or centre. He currently plays for Wasps. He played for the Highlanders in the Super Rugby competition for Auckland in the ITM Cup and for New Zealand internationally. Tekitoa, who turns 28 today, was a member of the title-winning 
2015 Highlanders side and the 2015 Rugby World Cup winning New Zealand side. And next, an equestrian legend. Like Tate born this day, 10th of May 1961, in Whangarei, is a New Zealand equestrian. Tate has competed at four Olympics and has won four medals, one of only four New Zealanders to do so. Tate's first success at international level was at the 1990 World Equestrian Games in Stockholm, when he won gold in both the individual and the team events riding Messiah at the 1992 Olympics in Barcelona. He won a bronze in the individual event after teammate Vicky Latter knocked down a rail in the show jumping and silver in the team event with Latter and Andrew Nicholson. At the 1996 Summer Olympics in Atlanta, he won gold in the individual and bronze in the team event. Tate, who turns 59 today, repeated his world championship double gold effort at Rome in 1998, riding Ready Teddy. And finally, a name synonymous with Northern Districts cricket. Christopher Mary Kugelheim, born this day, 10th of May 1956, played two tests in 1989 and 16 one-day internationals for New Zealand in 1988 and 1989. He played domestic cricket for Northern Districts and also played for Hamilton in the Hawke Cup. Kugelheim, who turns 64 today, is of Dutch extraction, which accounts for his unusual middle name of Mary. Kugelheim's son, Scott, also plays for Northern Districts in the Plunkett Shield. So there we have it, Paul. That's birthdays for today. Thank you very much, Stephen. And moving on to Rugby Union News. Uh, it looks like the Australia are going to look at uh, aiming for July the 3rd um, to kick off their Super Rugby competition. Similar to Aitoroa Super Rugby, it's going to involve uh, the four Super Rugby sides plus the Western Force being five teams playing uh, home and away eight games each over 10 weekends. With it starting on the uh, beginning of July, that'll take it through to obviously mid-August uh, and it looks like that means that uh, trying to schedule that Trans-Tasman Super Rugby Championship between the top t- tops of the both tables would uh, probably not be able to fit in to the schedule. So that is becoming less um, and less likely, according to Melbourne Rebels Chief Executive Braden Stevenson. Um, moving on, and uh, the a uh, study that has that has come out for um, over in Australia uh, has suggested that the uh, that Australia needs to step itself away from Super Rugby and return it to a club-based competition. Um, A leading sporting consultancy um, has said, um, whilst whilst there is a lot of talk of this um, Trans-Tasman-style competition, uh, they're saying actually that's not the way to go. The Gibea Group, um, which has worked with FIFA, Formula One, uh, Cricket Australia, the NRL, Tennis Australia, um, on commercial and broadcasting rights, suggests that actually the way to go um, is a fan-centric model, Rob, Rob Mills says, um, which is based around the, uh, the, the, so the, the, the club competitions and then having a, a national sort of uh, championship of the, the clubs that do the best in their local or in their provincial club competitions. That kind of goes away, or, and then maybe either that or having rep rugby at the, when using the super size as representative of the clubs 
uh, conversations at the end. This goes against uh, or, or it is, which, uh, what uh, GameLine Analytics interview we had the other day said, which is where he said that actually, look, the, the Super Rugby model uh, has worked very well uh, for producing t uh, national teams. It's just that Australia try to have more teams than they had players. Um, and whilst they had four, when they had four teams, that was a very successful model for Australia. So maybe, uh, so yes, differences of opinion. Uh, it was surprising to come out that the Blues are the second most watched team in Australia. Um, so we'll have to see um, how that one um, uh, how that all pans out, and whether um, Rugby Australia takes on these um, recommendations or not. Now, I'm going to um, hand you back over to Stephen, who's going to take us through a bumper load of league news. Yeah, good morning again, Paul. There, there is, there is heaps happening. We'll start with the Warriors. Now, the Warriors extend their, their Tamil lockdown stay. Australian-born Carl Lawton says the Warriors had no hesitation in restarting their two-week quarantine in Tamworth to welcome late-arrival Nathaniel Roach. Fellow hooker Roach arrived at the team headquarters on Thursday night after missing their original trans-Tasman flight last Sunday. When he presented with flu-like symptoms, Roach was set to undergo self-isolation in a Sydney hotel for a fortnight until a joint call was made by the coaching staff and leadership group to bring him into the fold, which meant restarting their own quarantine period. It was a good decision, as the last thing you want is to be locked up in a room for two weeks by yourself, Norton said. We were going to be here a little longer anyway, so we've only extended one day in quarantine. So it wasn't much of an issue. And yes, he's definitely happy he's in the hands of the boys. Norton said Roach was able to slot straight into their bubble. He can just train normally like the rest of us. It means the squad will now depart for their Gosford base on March 21st, a week out from the competition's resumption. Now, according to Lawson, the town has absolutely taken to the Warriors, even labelling them the Tamworth Warriors, one of the concerns being the amount of food they have been spoilt with, with the season proper starting in three weeks' time. Putting on weight is a wee bit of a concern. Also, uh, just a, a couple of little other bits and pieces in and around the Warriors. Outside back, David Fisitua is the only Warriors squad member not in Tamworth, having asked to remain in Auckland for personal reasons. Fisitua isn't expected to travel for about a week, meaning he'll undergo self-isolation and will miss at least the first game and potentially more depending on his fitness. Now, I did see an item on the sports news where a local apparel store is to stitch their area code into the playing kit, and the Warriors are using three different uh, kits this uh, season, and it's really just a thank you to Tamworth who has taken them in during this 14-day uh, quarantine period. Now, we just keep we'll keep moving, keep rolling along, because uh, also in NRL news, the NRL is reportedly set to make drastic cuts from the NRL's operating costs by streaming the entire organisation, but clubs will avoid the knife. The ARLC chairman, Peter Valandes, told the Daily Telegraph the cuts will be significant, with $50 million, the savings target the NRL hopes to achieve. The entire NRL organisation will be streamlined, Valandes says. We will slash expenses at the NRL before we even think about touching the clubs. We won't be short 
changing the clubs. That is my commitment. The NRL's operating costs were $182 million last year with events and games management, making up the Lions' share with $103 million. That accounts for game day expenses, travel, accommodation for players, as well as the NRL bunker. I think they're overpaid, those guys. The NRL employs over 400 staff, and there are fears over 100 of those jobs could be lost. But the ARL Commission reportedly is targeting cost efficiencies before job losses. Around 200 members of those involved in development, including player player and... <laughs> No, seem to have jumped off the target. A player of the sector accounts for 60 million of the NRL budget, and the Telegraph claims axing half of those staff members could save eight to 10 million. In total, the 50 million cuts would reduce the game's operating costs by 30%. Now, just a couple of other pieces of news as well. I won't read the whole stories, but just a bit of it. Also, ARL Commission Chairman Peter Valandes is totally supportive of a proposal and a proposal for the NRL to revert to one referee for the rest of the 2020 season based on fan feedback and cost saving. And, and finally, in NRL news, well, Bevan Cartwright's wife, now remembering the story yesterday morning about it, uh, Cartwright being stood down for not vexing. Well, this time, his wife, again, has uh, basically came out and had a, a crack at the NRL. Uh, she's pretty much says in here, while more NRL players have gone public with their support for people's right to choose what goes into their body, it comes as a Cronulla veteran Wade Graham told his players it was a no-brainer to do what health authorities advise and accept their vac vaccination. On Friday, Queensland's chief medical officer confirmed Cartwright was one of three Gold Coast players who will not be allowed to train or play until they have the flu vaccination or provide a genuine medical reason why they cannot play. Also, Titans hooker Nathan Peets was one of the trio, but later explained why he originally fused the jab and said he will now accept the vaccination. Just uh, seemingly, Paul, that yeah, not everybody entirely happy with that. And uh, once again, it's something that could railroad railroad the NRL's plans for their start, which is only three weeks away. Bring it on, I say. That's uh, League News today, and back to you, Paul. Thank you very much, Stephen. And, yeah, it's just strange that we're going to have different different uh, rules around different um, states in Australia. But, hey, uh, it is what it is. Moving on then. And club rug or, or grassroots rug um, sports in New Zealand is going to take a big hit financially with the drop in gaming um, revenues, uh, it looks game, clubs gain around about 20 to 40 percent overall um, in annual funding from class four gaming and regional and national sports entities. Um, also get propped up by the gaming revenue. Some clubs, it's as high as 75 percent, apparently. Um, and when uh, and this is, is uh, from 100 over, more than 150 million dollars comes in, they're expecting 75 million dollars. So, approx so approximately half of the annual revenue from gaming that gets pumped into sport is expected to stop this year. Um, uh, with the, the government putting in together a 25 million relief package for community and regional sports bodies, there's still a 50 million shortfall. So clearly uh, clubs are going to have to be innovative in their funding uh, fundraising. 
Um, also, in uh, well, for the first sports to get back, or first top-level sports to get back, um, you've got to say, is UFC that will be going ahead this weekend. Um, various um, UFC greats, Donald Cowboy Carone, um, has come out um, and said that um, uh, he uh, that, look if you if you disagree with the, uh, the their assumptions so quickly, then you can always turn off your TV. Let's be honest, um, UFC generally um, does play to its supporters and doesn't really care so much, uh, or has shown little care for people who don't care about the sport. Um, which you've got to say actually is is a a proper way to go about it is to yeah, look after your, your, your supporters. You can understand why they've gone down that route. Um, the uh, And they have been uh, pushing very, very hard, haven't they? Thankfully, uh, there has been some sense being brought to them by uh, um, their streaming partners, but it looks like they have um, got themselves up and running in Florida uh, very soon. Now, with just obviously in a one-on-one -on -one competitions and all based in the US, it's easier than when you've got team competitions to get yourself back up and running. I think is what we've seen um, really here. Um, looking at the, um, the, the the fight that has been disrupted as Brazilian fighter Ronaldo Souza um, has tested positive for coronavirus a day out before the event. That means that his fight against Arane Hall has been cancelled. Now, Arane Souza did say that, that, that he'd been in contact with somebody um, ahead of time. And he and his two um, trainers uh, or coaches got tested and they all came back positive. Now, he had already been to the weigh-in, so there has got to be concerns there um, as to ha for, for, will, will it have passed on to other um, people. All three have now left the, the, the host hotel and are self-isolating off-premises and being supported remotely by the UFC medical team. You've got to say that uh, um, the UFC, uh, well, for the fighters, if they don't fight, they don't get paid. Um, and so you can see why they've all been wanting to come back. And so hence when asked, do they have any concerns around this? They're like, look, uh, we, we're in a very dangerous uh, industry anyway. Uh, yeah, this is just another danger on top of that. So yeah, no, they, they're not take, they, they, it's, it's a risk that they're willing to take um, to get their, their sport back up and running. Over in the NBA, um, and training is starting to happen now, um, generally uh, on uh, individual cases. Uh, and NBA, the NBA is taking a much more uh, cautious return. Um, and some of the clubs are, have been able to start getting themselves um, testing. The NBA has made it very clear, though, that um, sports stars are only, or that the clubs are only to organise um, full testing once, it, as long as their county does say that they have capacity to do so and it will not be taking capacity away from frontline or other people. Um, and so some. Uh, the first county, Orange County, has said that they can do so. Uh, they have got that capacity. And so they are the first ones to start um, fully testing all the players uh, and staff. And you're going to see that so the NBA will be slowly ramping themselves up. Finally, Daniel Ricciardo um, has said the first race after coronavirus break will be chaos. Um, he says that for the more experienced or uh, racers, Getting back in the car and the physical forces are going to be less of a less of a, uh, going to be less of an issue. But for rookies and the first one or two year racers, um, they're probably going to find that their body isn't really ready for driving 
uh, and they're going to find that uh, they'll be more tired than normal. Uh, that could also lead to some, obviously, uh, more risk-taking or, or, or bad decision-making. He said also there'll be a lot of play, a lot of um, drivers who will have high adrenaline, adrenaline levels, and again, that could lead to some um, bad decision-making as well. If you've seen, watched any of the e-racing, you'll have seen there have been some mass pileups on in the e-racing um, that we've seen. So let's hope that the, the drivers don't take any bad habits from that on to the racing track. Um, they are still, uh, he has been training uh, in near Perth on a farm, uh, which has been great for him because he has been able to uh, uh, isolate with his trainer uh, and get out and about on the farm to keep himself fit and um, active. And that is the sports news for today. You have started the day the best way up to date with the important sports news. Thank you, Stephen, um, for joining me this morning. Um, and everybody, do like the Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, then please do share the show on Facebook. Also, if you prefer to listen rather than watch, then um, please do uh, uh, so um, uh, download the podcast. It's available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, etc. Um, and um, starting at uh, just search for New Zealand Sports Radio. And I'm going to throw you back over to Stephen to finish the show. Yes. Yeah, thanks. Thank you very much, Paul. And just remember to everybody out there, make sure you cook your mother breakfast this morning because it is Mother's Day today. So a very happy Mother's Day to wherever you are around the world. Make sure you do something special for them. Absolutely. Um, happy Mother's Day, Mum. Mrs. Mrs. Baines over in France. Sorry, I can't get over there to uh, to cook you cook you breakfast. Let's hope Dad looks after you. Where's my end broadcast? There we go. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 